You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 056. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 56. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, Buttercup. Hey, beautiful. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Ready to hit up some junkies? I'm ready to hit the junk. Oh, my gosh, you oh, guys. Oh, God, please don't hit oh, the Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> Wow. I heard it when I said it. <laughs> I retract that statement. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. If you're new with us, typically what we do is we will do two weeks on love or relationship topics, and then the following two weeks we'll do life-related topics. And most of the time they they kind of intersect, and you can get a lot of wisdom no matter what. Either way. So today we're actually going to talk about a huge issue that I get presented with quite often, and this was actually submitted to us via a listener. We're going to talk about how to manifest your soulmate. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty meaty one. So we're going to talk all about that. But before we do, we always like to warm up the mics, chat it up. Warm it up, Chris. Warm it I'm about to. Warm it up, Chris. That's what I was born to do. (laughs) See, you didn't know you were going to get some really old school 90s hip hop. You're so ghetto. I'm so thugged out. <laughs> I apologize for how thugged out I am. But if you would like more of that, more of that ghetto vibe that I spit at you every week. Right. <laughs> let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Let me holler. Let me holler. Let me holler at you. Let me holler. Holler at you. 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 One is my latest acting endeavor, which that's I'm right. super pumped about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so I'm going to give you a brief, brief little thing little on that. Synops. A little synops. Uh, but I, before that, I mentioned this to you last week. You guys have to cruise by. It's so funny that I Literally. say cruise all the time. You have to go to tripletcruise.com. I am doing a cruise. I'm so tickled about this with two of my colleagues, Kira Sabin and Andrea Owen. They've both been on the pod before with me. Uh, You might remember that Andrea and I collaborate constantly. But we decided we wanted to do like an in-person retreat, like a live retreat. And Kira has incredible hookups in the cruise industry where it makes our job super simple because – you know, sh- you know, room and board and food and everything is completely covered. Right. So, it it's just going to be so much fun. Lots so of adventure. Cool. We're we're really kind of pairing the ideas of uh, personal development, like really gr- recreating who you want to be in this world with fun and adventure, and like stepping outside of your comfort zone. And so it's going to be incredible. And we're calling it tanning tacos and transformation cruise i love it we're going in january 2015 you can find all the information that you need over at triple t cruise.com you can read about it see what what's all involved um by the time this airs it should all of that information should be up 
if it's not by some random chance you should uh, still be able to enter your name and email to be the first to hear about all the information so oh my gosh come on an adventure let's go to mexico you guys oh my god so if you know you need a little personal just the girls just the girls (laughs) if you need uh, a little personal development but you would love to do it while you're tanning and hanging out with some pretty and eating some tacos yeah Yes, hanging out with like-minded spirits and hopefully some uh, coaches and mentors that you respect, I'm hoping. Um, Come hang out with us. Let's go to Mexico. So um, that was the first thing I wanted to tell you guys. And the second is I'm so pumped up about this new production that I'm going to be in. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Yes. Yes. Cesar. Cesar. And I'm going to play Mark Antony. How fun. I know. That's kind of cool that they're switching up the roles. Yeah, so the the director has a lot of really incredible ideas for it. And one is that a lot of the, the roles are going to be switched uh, genders. So uh, Caesar is going to be played by a woman. Mark Antony is going to be played by a woman. Uh, and then Caesar, who has a wife in the, in the play, uh, will also have a wife in this one. And it will be oh. a same-sex relationship. Oh, how funny. Yeah, so there's going to be a couple of things like that. Uh, and it's going to be set in the future. Huh. And it's going to be all about, you know, because Julius Caesar is about the, you know, the fall of Rome, really, or the the genesis of the fall of Rome. And so this is going to be, you know, a kind of a similar political statement, but about um, corporations. Yeah, corporations yeah. running the country. So I'm really excited. So I didn't know if I was going to get cat. I didn't know what, how it was going to go, if I was going to be able to swing it with my schedule and all of that. But um, it's in and... We are. When is that? It's in uh, September. Oh, October. It's in October. Yeah. Yeah, If you guys are, if you hang out with me on Facebook, you'll see advertisements for it, I'm sure. And if you're in Southern California, oh my God, I would love for you to come out and see. But um, yeah, more to more to come on that. But um, so today, let's talk about how the hell to manifest your soulmate. And I will mention, you know, I, I mentioned this last pod as well. The next handful of episodes that you'll hear have all been suggestions from listeners. And awesome. This is where we get most of our ideas. Mm-hmm. If you would like, if there's something you're dying to hear about, you can cruise by thejoyjunkie.com. And there's a whole podcast section where you can submit ideas. Uh, we also highly, highly encourage leaving iTunes reviews. That's extremely helpful for us. Sure. Um, but yeah, so if you've got something, cruise over there and let us know. So... This one came for came to us, and this gal was saying, you know, like I've heard a lot of stuff talking about, about you know, really getting my shit straight, and I get that, but then like beyond that, what else do I do? You know, like how do I kind of like manhandle this into happening? Manhandle. But that's Literally. the thing is like when you when you really desire a relationship or you desire a soulmate connection. You want to do something. You feel like you need to make it come into existence in some way. So I'm going to give you five steps to manifesting your soulmate, all right? Mm. And when I use the word manifest, it really is like allowing it to come to you instead of forcing it. Right. That's and, what my comment was going to be. And, and, and also seeing the how. And I'm going to talk about this a lot too because we – oftentimes feel like we have to know how this person is going to come into our lives in order to believe and trust. Like, 
well, I'm internet dating, so that's how it's going to happen. Or I'm going to my class reunion, so that's how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or I'm meeting up with old friends, and that's how it's – you know, we have to see it instead of having faith that it's just going to be delivered to us. Right. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. So cool. there's a lot of things that are actually in our power that we don't, we don't realize. Mm-hmm. The first thing is eliminate the bullshit in your life, okay, as it relates to dating. So – Stop entertaining relationships or like casual dating or whatever that are a complete dead end. And my only disclaimer here is that, uh, okay, well, let me just say this. Like I am all, I am totally behind like the whole fuck buddy thing. Like, or, you know, having casual sexual encounters. Like take care of yourself. Be safe. Don't be stupid. Right. You know, make sure that it's something that is, um, totally in service of you and your own sexual desire and health and not a detriment to you in any way. So that being said, I've known a very small handful of people who have had those situations that really were healthy for them. Right. And then I've seen plenty of other people who get way too connected. They get too involved. They really can't allow it to be a sexual encounter. So all I'm saying with that is tread lightly. But if you have a situation, a dating situation right now where you you know very well you are just killing time and that relationship is infringing on you finding somebody else or even dating, like yeah. you're committed to this person in some way or you kind of inadvertently got committed, like you guys got serious to the point now where if one of you did date someone else, even though you started off with that idea, like, oh, yeah, we can totally date whoever we want. But you've gotten yourself into a, an, uh, a situation where you really can't just right. date somebody else, <clears throat> right? It's that real sticky place. Yeah, I think some people are okay to do that. Some aren't. It can be in your nature or it could be the situation. And that, that's the thing. If it impairs you, mm-hmm. if it hinders you from dating outside of that, from, from taking steps – to meet new people outside of that relationship, then it's holding you up. It's what, what I call fucking up your frequency. You won't find a soulmate that way, that's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Because you don't need to. You've, you're already killing time. Right. And we think like, oh, well, I'm just waiting for something better to come along. You are not energetically available. Right. That's true. You aren't. And you aren't. You aren't in a space where you are thinking positively about relationships. Like, it's just, it's no good. So if you can, and so that's what I'm saying is look at your situation. And if you genuinely have an awesome situation where you guys hook up here and there and there's really no strings attached and you can date whoever you want and it's just like your own little sexual fulfillment and it's fine, like whatever. I'm the last person to judge. But if you know very well that whatever that is, is hindering you from dating outside of that, then that's what you need to eliminate. Like stop fucking wasting your time. Okay? You are cluttering up your space. You're cluttering up your energy. And I'll tell you an example of that. I remember, uh, and I think I might have mentioned this before on the pod, but I remember hearing a woman talk about working in interior design. And she comes in. Uh, to this this couple's house and the first thing she sees is this like god-awful chair and she tells them like okay the first thing you got to do is you've got to get rid of this chair and they were like well if we get rid of this chair what are we going to sit on and she was like guaranteed the minute you get rid of this chair you'll, you'll find you will find something else to sit on <laughs> you will get creative you'll look at craigslist you'll find a good sale you'll go you will figure it out yeah but if you don't have to 
You never will. You will mm-hmm. sit on that mediocre chair and you will just let it fuck up your whole space instead of going, I don't know how this new chair is going to come, but all I know is this one cannot stay here any longer. Okay? It's a metaphor for our relationships. Interesting. Oftentimes, we will just allow the clutter because it's not that bad. Maybe the chair is not that bad. And then we think, oh, maybe I'll throw a little throw pillow on it. I can get another year out of this chair. Yeah. We can <laughs> we can kill time for another year. Let me put a throw pillow on it. Maybe that'll make it better. Maybe if I put like a blanket over it, it'll not look so bad. The deal is, is we're trying to polish a turd. Okay. <laughs> you either kick it out of your house or you let it fuck up your frequency. And that's what pisses me off so much when people go like, you know, they want something totally different for their life, but they are doing things that are in direct contrast to mm-hmm. manifesting it. So that's your responsibility. Eliminate the bullshit from your life. Get rid of the clutter. Not because it's horrible. Sometimes those relationships aren't that bad, but it's because it's not the end game. It's not what you really, really want. It's a deterrent. It's a distraction. So start really getting clear is this something that is hindering my pro- progress in finding my soulmate? You either want this or you don't. So you need to act like it. Bam. Boom. Mic drop. Drop it. <laughs> so number two. This is also a great thing to do while you are single because you have the opportunity to do so. Get super clear about what you do want and you what you don't want in a relationship. Because when you're when you start dating someone or you're already involved in your relationship, we take on a project and we think we okay, I can deal with all these things. But when you're single, you're in such a great place to say defiantly, I will not tolerate this in a relationship or this is a must. You know, this is what I'm learning from my past. Whereas once you're already in it, you're kind of like, I guess I, I guess this isn't that serious. Yeah. So you're in a great position as a single person to really decide this is what the trajectory will look like. Yeah. So I always encourage an exercise I call the soulmate factory. And really what it is is it, it it's designed to, to allow yourself to dream as big as you want because I think many times we say like, oh, you're being too picky or um, – I was just going to say that. You should just, like, really? Like, you should just settle for that person. Or they look so good on paper. They're so good with your kids. Or all all these other reasons. Listen, if they don't light your soul on fire, it's not a soulmate. It's, It's just another option. And for some people, it's the best option. And they choose that. And they go, you know what? It's okay with me if I never love that richly. I'm choosing safety. And I again, no judgment at all. Right. But this is not how to manifest your mediocre relationship. We can all do that. This is how to manifest your soulmate. Right. So if, if that's important to you, then it's important that you, you choose actions that support that desire. Right? Yeah, is absolutely. That, does that make sense? Absolutely. But, but again, no judgment. I have had plenty of friends who are like, I know this is not my soulmate or I know this is not my ideal job or whatever, but I choose it because these other things are more important to me. Right, but it's better to, stand, that's okay. it's better to stand in that than to say, well, maybe he'll end up doing this or maybe she'll do, come around on this end. And, you know, instead of trying to, like you said, polish a turd, mm-hmm. you know. Call be, a spade a spade. Right, and be content with that. And, and right. yeah, you stand powerfully in your choice. Right. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Let's see what. Okay, so soulmate factory. 
what this is, is you basically, you imagine that you are walking into a building, a factory full of soulmate options, and you get to custom pick every single thing that you want in your partner. You can do physical traits. You can do um, emotional traits, family, like how their family is. I don't care what you include. It can be as superficial or as deep and rich as you want. How they treat you, what they look like, everything. Their core value systems, their beliefs, their ethnicity, anything, right? Right. Anything goes. And then I want you to go back through that list and I want you to asterisk the stuff that is absolutely non-negotiable. Right. These are the things that are like deal breaker style. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I might build a huge list of like, okay, I would love if they came from an Italian background or like a Greek background or something similar to mine or something. This is totally fictitious. Or I might say, um, I really, really would love for them to be 6'5 or have a 7-inch penis or 9-inch penis or, you know, like you could say whatever you want. But when you look back at it and go, you know what? If somebody came along who actually was wasn't Greek, right? I, but I, had a nine inch penis. But had a, but had a nine inch <laughs> penis because that one was a deal breaker. That was a deal breaker. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like whatever it is for you, it's up to you to decide what a deal breaker is and what's yeah. not. Yeah. But here's what happens because of this exercise, and I have actually had a handful of clients actually find their soulmate and get married. From And they've made these lists right. before. And I've had them carry them around with them in their mm-hmm. wallets. I've been invited to like four weddings. It's nuts. So the idea is this. When you're not really clear about what you would prefer and then what is a deal breaker, like non-negotiable, yeah. we accept the project. So there's really three lists, right? There's I won't tolerate this. I have to have this. And these are all the bonuses. Yeah, I, yeah, that could be one way to. It depends what makes sense, makes the most right, sense yeah, to you. What, yeah. It just has to be resonant to you. <laughs> to me, I love the idea of a master list. Like, if I could put my order in with the universe, or here's my Christmas list. All these things are my ideal, but these are the things that I will not bend on. Right. You know, these are the non-negotiables. So I might say, okay, it's okay that they don't have, um, you know, they're not Italian, but. It is absolutely, if they show me any type of a dishonesty or that honesty isn't a value of theirs, that's a deal breaker. You're out, done. Right. Or if they don't, some people even stuff like adventure, like they have to want, I cannot be with a spouse who doesn't love adventure. Or spontaneity or whatever. Or spontaneity or whatever it is. Or some people's education and intellect, they have to be highly intelligent. But the point is you get to decide. You get to decide, and it's great to decide that when you're single and you're not trying to skew your current partner to be your soulmate because you really like the idea of that. But when in reality they do have a ton of deal breakers. But it's a process, right? I mean, you don't just meet somebody and go, oh, they have all the qualities I want. Perfect. Here we go. Like, what's the difference between um, germinating something and allowing those traits to be seen over time and just – it's been too long. Like, where's the line there? That's really, that's a great, gr- I'm so glad you brought that up because I think for many people, what happens is they have an, an intuitive hit that, that they get red flags, basically. Okay. They'll get a red flag and then they override the red flag 
with their mind and they go oh it's not that bad Uh, it's not that serious Mm. so all i'm saying is turn up that intuition a little bit like when when something seems like oh i think he really doesn't support that i have kids or and that is a deal breaker for me and you start getting little inklings of that those are the times to not go let me force this but to go hmm is this one of those things that is a work outable issue or is this just plain old deal breaker status? Right. Like stop wasting time if it's starting to be really clear that this person isn't what you want. That, yeah, that's good. Does that kind of answer what you were saying? Yeah, that's helpful. All right. So the idea also with the soulmate factory is, is not that it's set in stone. It's that you are at choice. Yeah. So you meet somebody and now that you've really crystallized this and said like, okay, honesty, integrity, um, uh, you know, passion for their personal work and impact in the world. These are the things that are hugely paramount to me and and the most important things to me. And then you meet somebody and maybe they show you something a little different. The point is, is like you get to be at choice Mm -hmm. and go, you know what? I can see how this isn't as serious as I thought at one point. I thought they had to be covered in tattoos at one point. You can alter your list. You can alter it and go, you know what? That actually isn't a deal breaker. But if you never know this, if you never crystallize it, if you never put it down, you just kind of... You can't alter the list because you don't have one. And you just take take on projects. You right. take on like, oh, I think this could work. Oh, right. I think this could work. Right. So, so yeah, do the Soulmate Factory exercise. Number three, take inspired action. I talked about this a lot during the friendship, manifesting friendships. This is about enjoying your process and stop stopping looking for this end result. Yeah. So for instance, what I mean by that is inspired action is doing something that actually sounds fun. Like okay. if internet dating sounds like a fucking nightmare, don't do it. That's not your option. Yeah. Maybe get involved with uh like go to meetup.com and meet up with like other self-help people or spiritual growth people or uh like a running group or mm-hmm. other people that you, there's plenty of other things you can do to get around like-minded people joining a church a spiritual community a yoga practice whatever you're into other parents other single parents well something that might help is you know if you have this must list look at that list and go where are these people hanging out mm-hmm. that's great you know if i want somebody who's adventurous and outdoors outdoorsy maybe i need to go to a running club or a, a cycling company a group or yeah you know something like that or you know a rock climbing rock climbing i was just gonna you say know, whatever yeah. uh to f- meet someone that has like-minded interests right 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 yeah so the hardest part about this one is not being attached to them being there not being attached to them right like finding it's them. not about that it's not about it's, it's about, about the action really truly enjoying your journey now here's the deal Give it's almost like you have to put a container around your desire. It's like, and and maybe this would be a good exercise for you if you're out there going like, I just want this connection so badly. You are allowed to want that. Give yourself the permission to want that. But it's a totally different thing to behave constantly trying to force it. That's different than taking inspired action. So maybe you could like write down on a piece of paper like I freely give myself the permission to desire finding my soulmate. And then, you know, you just you you don't make yourself wrong for wanting that, whatever. You fold it up. You put it away. You know, put it in like like a little case or something, whatever you want to do. Anything, safety box anything, a little safety box. <laughs> What's the safe word? Um, 
box. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that you kind of allow yourself to want that, but it's not going to dictate your behavior anymore. If you go out and join a rock climbing climbing group, if you join a new gym, if you start internet dating, it's because that idea that if nothing were to happen, that still sounds like fun to you. Mm -hmm. To connect with others, to maybe do something adventurous, to be a part of a book club. It's not just, I'm going to make this shit happen. I hope that's clear. It's Um, clear. Okay. Because I kind of don't, that's a sticky one to go. To not look around and go like, who? Uh, which one is it? Where's my soulmate? Yeah. That's not the deal. So here, here's what's happening is when, so I do want to say, don't do shit that sounds awful. If you're like, oh, I could join this rock climbing group, but I hate that. That sounds terrifying. Then don't do that. Right. The idea <laughs> is to join to do, but people think like, oh, the only way to date now is online dating. I have to do that, but that sounds like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, even if everyone else is telling you you should or you have to or it's the only way. Do whatever lights your spirit on fire, but do it because the act and the journey is fun. Right. Because then you're you're embodying a frequency that is extremely attractive. And that is what is going out as a sign to the universe that you, this is who you are and this is how you, you're presenting yourself and you are ready to attract something similar. Yeah. That's great. So nobody wants like a desperate clinging ass person. <laughs> yes. Right? Some people do. If they're desperate and clinging so ass, right, which actually leads me into number healthy. four, which is work on you. Develop your plan B, all right? So plan A is obviously living happily every, ever after with our fucking soulmate. That's, of course, allow that to be your plan A. What if that never happens, okay? I want you to ask yourself this question, and it's extremely telling. If this person never comes along, how can I be sure that I am okay? And if that scares the shit out of you, I will tell you right now, you have a lot of work to do For because sure. you have way too much invested on this happening. Mm-hmm. On and, and it could be anything. It could be if uh, it could be just as as probable that somebody's as devastated by the idea of a perfect career never coming along, the perfect house never coming along, the baby never coming along. We are more than who we are in our relationship. We are. There's so many different components to who we are. How can you make sure that you are okay if that person never comes along? Does it have to be your ideal? No. It'll always be your ideal to find somebody. That's fine. But banking on it, that is a slippery slope. Yeah. Because then you are... You lose yourself. You lose yourself. And you also are so much more prone to settling because you're like desperate. It has to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you ask yourself that and it terrifies you, that is a huge sign that you have a lot of self-discovery to do, a lot of falling in love with you to do before you start getting into this this territory, okay? If it doesn't scare you, awesome. You are in a really great place. That means that you aren't attached to this particular outcome you're not like i have to make this happen so there's a way to allow yourself to desire this but then not let it rule your entire life and your behaviors that's the most important thing and sometimes uh it will be a disguise like we'll think i've got to make this happen because we're not content with ourselves Mm. right so you have to be content with yourself in order for your soulmate to be attracted 
and and for right. you not to enter into completely um oh my god why is that escaping me codependent a codependent relationship right. where you're like now i need to be with somebody to define my self-worth right. to make me feel good to make me feel power, powerful exactly. exactly so number four work on you develop your plan b that can be really in depth or really simple it can be as simple as a choice if that's where you're at in your life like i choose that i am okay as is or you might need to do some personal development. You might need to work with a therapist on your beliefs around relationships. You might need to take a class with a coach. I mean, we, I do stuff like that all the time. Or work with a coach on finding your self-worth outside of your relationship status. Yeah, That's the stuff that you need to work on so that you are going, no matter what, if this comes into my life, it will be a gift. It will be an addition. It won't be my happiness is contingent on me achieving this thing. It's two very, very different places very different to operate places. Yeah, from. Absolutely. And the fifth is is really just the fifth thing is is comfort. Is really it, it's kind of just my words of wisdom to impart to you, which is take comfort that you are more than your relationship status. You aren't just single or divorced or separated or dating. That That's one element of who you are. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of other shit that you can nurture. In fact, we did a pod, How to Be a Badass Single. That's right. Um, you might want to listen to that episode and just here's some ways to really spend time cultivating you. Yeah. Taking care of who you are. It's one element. So I, you know. In, in uh, the coaching model I was trained under, we, we did a thing called the Wheel of Life quite frequently with our clients. And it's basically eight different components that kind of size up the major elements of your life. So it's the like whole, career, yeah. money, significant other, friends and family, your physical environment, fun and record. You know, there's a whole bunch of them. But the point is, is that it's eight segments in relationship, like your intimate partnership is one of them. Right. So that doesn't mean that all this other shit has to suffer. Mm -hmm. So start cultivating your identity in all those other areas too. Um, and simultaneously getting really vigilant and, uh, and um, determined about who you want to be in the next relationship or what you will and won't tolerate. That's the whole soulmate factory exercise. So, there's a huge element of releasing this. And we're actually going to do... You love a, something, set it free? It could be that, yeah, now. If you love this idea of soulmates, set it free. Right. Um, the more we try to control it and manipulate it and make it happen, the, the more, you know... Contrived it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish there was an easy answer. I wish I could say, here, take this relationship pill and your your perfect <laughs> suitor will be knocking on your front door you would be wealthy <laughs> but that's people want the quick fix yeah and people right. don't want to hear that you have to let go of control right and especially i don't i am such a control freak and in fact we're going to do an episode on control yeah but a lot in a couple weeks a lot of this is about letting go yeah. It's about relinquishing that you cannot force this. You cannot control this. We have responsibility around who we are, our behaviors, who we are being. That's what you have to work on. As much as you want to wring my throat for saying that, that's the truth. Sure. And in fact, when <clears throat> we when we renewed our vows, for we did our 10-year vow renewal yeah. ceremony, ceremony five years ago because we've been married for 15 years. 
And one of the things we both said was, I love who you are in this world, who you are out. And we didn't know what, what we were going to write either, which was really cool Yeah, to have that synchronicity. But we both said, I love that you are so much more than this relationship. Yep. You are just an incredible human. So much more period. to you than just us, which, right, like, which makes us that much better. Exactly. And right. that's what I'm always telling people is we have a blast inside of our relationship. But it's a lot because we don't carry that codependent shit where I feel like you make me valid. Right. Like I can be happy with my body as long as my husband thinks I'm sexy mm-hmm. or I'm a valuable part of, you know, uh, the community because my husband thinks it's awesome or I'm married. So therefore I have self-worth like none of that plays a role in my life. I'm not trying to prove anything. Right. We just get to have a fucking blast and it it eliminates a lot of jealousy issues yeah controlling each other trying to you know manipulate and um making the other person wrong there's just so there's so much benefit to getting your shit straight first before you enter a relationship (laughs) i'm serious um (laughs) so get your shit straight so number one eliminate the bullshit and the clutter from your life number two get really super clear on what you do and don't want do the soulmate factory exercises get clear on your deal breakers number three take inspired action do shit that sounds fun find like-minded spirits and congregate with them but only do it if it's a hell yes and only do it for the journey not the destination yeah i love um, it beautiful this is a deep one is it's a it? lot. Oh, yeah, there's okay, a lot good. in this one. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Does that make you valid? It makes me feel, it makes me feel good. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for validating me. Uh, number four, work on you. Develop your plan B. Okay? And then number five, just know that you are way more than your relationship status. Love even it. if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. Even if you feel like, oh my God, I'm the only person without a date or I'm the only person not married. That is only a big deal if you make it a big deal. That's right. Then you'd be a badass single. Yes. Hello. That's right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Know that there's nothing wrong with you if you are single. There's nothing wrong with you if you're not. You are perfect exactly where you're at. And it's all about betterment. It's just icing on the cake. Continuing to take baby steps forward to the life you want to create. That's it. Um, so thanks for hanging out. Please, as always, scoop by thejoyjunkie.com. Check out the podcast page. As we mentioned before, you can let us know any ideas you have. And please check out uh, tripletcruise.com and see if you want to go on a... Is that a, spelled out, triple T, or is it TTT? Uh, no, it's triple, the word spelled the word out. Word triple T. T cruise. Got it. .com. Yeah, good. Thank you for, for saying that. Triple spelled out T cruise.com. You can find out all about how you can hang out in Mexico with me. Let's go on an adventure. Woo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> so until next week, you guys, here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.